All-new Ellen, SNL's Colin Jost and Michael Che on hosting the Emmys. I've hosted the Big Four, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, and a corporate event at Mattress Firm. Plus, Cher is back. Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4. And we know your life is bumper to bumper. You need someone working for you. That's why NBC4 gives you two and a half hours of news starting at 4 p.m. We're working around your afternoons with breaking news and the most accurate weather in town. NBC4 News at 4 for you. Spiritual Intelligence is a show spiritually grounded in reality. Learn from your host and the great teachings of the universe. Remember, there is power behind love, self-acceptance, and being open to a whole new world, a psychic and spiritual awakening. Learn about intuition, psychic ability, and healing. We are all intuitive. We all have our own superpowers to use our intuition. We can all consciously create our lives and make them how we want them to be. Be on the receiving end of abundance. The show will bring you real stories about real people that have been life-changing and take you on a personal journey of deep self-exploration. The answers are right inside of you. And now, it's time for Spiritual Intelligence Radio Show with your host, Ema Sumac Watkins. Good morning, global family. Thank you so much for coming back. This is Ima Sumak Watkins, and I welcome you to a really great show today. Thank you, everyone who are who is listening to me here in the USA and also all in the other countries. Um, thank you for all of your input and also your emails. I truly appreciate it. I just want to get started with the show today. I have a really wonderful guest. Her name is Paloma Cervantes, and she's a Mexican shaman or curandera, born and raised in the in the tradition, uh, working full-time as a curandera since 1986. She writes and teaches about shamanism, curanderismo, um, spiritual herbalism, and ancient healing traditions in the USA and in other countries. She believes that every person has the capacity to develop spiritual abilities to empower his or her life. And we're going to also leave her website at the end of this. So, but I want to get right to it. Um, and she's, uh, we just had a really wonderful little quick conversation. Good morning, Paloma. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Good morning, Nima. I'm very happy, very blessed. <laughs> I wanted to uh, first of all I wanted to get some things out of the way and that is that we you've been you know doing uh shamanism curanderismo for since 1986 so this is you know we're going on almost 30 some years here that that you've been doing this um and I also had was reading in one of your um in one of the parts of your website you know, and I, this is truly believable in, about having it be a way of life. So can you please explain to us 
what does that mean to you? Um, having a way of life is when we learn something like curanderismo, which is a tradition to improve ourselves, improve our lives. We do it every day, 24-7. It's not like you take a class or you go to your spiritual practice once a week. We just extend it to everything, especially the problems that we face in life. When we have a foundation that helps us be happy and strong, we can face everything. So tell me how does this work now? I know, um, and, let's, and let's just start with the shamanism. So if you don't mind, your tradition of shamanism, curanderismo, tell me, is there a difference between, say, the, is there a difference? First of all, please, please explain and help us understand what that means. A difference between what? I mean, like shamanism and uh, there's like Native American in the United States, there's shamanism in Africa, there's shamanism, you know, that people practice, that they do retrievals. Is there a difference? Oh, I understand the question. Thank you. You know, it's very interesting because there's a difference, but at the same time, there's no difference because everything is the same and everything comes from the same source, which is however we want to call it, Grandfather Creator, the Great Mystery, God. So the essence is the same. It's just what makes difference is the practice because the practice is or was developed according to where we grew up or according where the place, uh, how do you say, the place of the practice is. Like, I grew up in the jungle, so we use more of the herbs that are in the jungle. And now I live in California, so I use the herbs that, live, uh, that we have here in California. So in that sense, as you see, it's totally different and the same. But on the other hand, we have different branches of curanderismo, and there's a branch that is very, very strong in internal growth. And that's the one that I practice and I teach. Okay. I'd love to hear more about that. And uh, may I ask you to uh, speak closer to your microphone, please? I want to hear clearly. Thank you so much. Please explain what that is for us. Okay. Um, Internal, the internal curanderismo. The internal curanderismo... I call it like this, curanderismo, that you just follow a, a ritual or a recipe to prepare herbs. I call it curanderismo of recipes. You okay. just follow what you were taught, and there's no so much growth. The growth is you become better with the herbs and all that or with the spiritual practices. But the one about internal, the main purpose of these practices is to conquer our weaknesses, to conquer our emotions, to be able, let's say that you have a terrible day and you're really upset. Sometimes we carry that for days, but with these practices, you can face whatever. And then in, I don't know, in 10, 15 minutes, you're back to be balanced. So internally, there's not so much damage because sometimes when we hold it, we have negative thoughts 
negative emotions and that little by little starts wearing out the body and we start getting sick. Uh-huh. So and on the other side, the more we practice, the stronger we become and the stronger we are in going, we believe in other realities. We believe that we can go as shamans, as curanderos in other realities to bring information or healing for our clients. The more okay. we practice, the more we learn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the faster and the more accurate it is. It's, it's just fascinating. Yes, yes, it is. Now, um, do you, like, for instance, someone who wanted to learn about shamanism but doesn't want to be a shaman or doesn't want to be a teacher who just wants a practice and, you know, integrated into everyday life, how would you, um, how would you uh, suggest that? Is that part, is that something that can be done as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it would be very nice that everybody learns uh, for their own benefit, not so much to help other people that comes later, but first we need to start working in ourselves. So mm-hmm. usually what we do is people start learning and start learning the basic things, how to deal with the frustration, anger, sadness, and things that we have like that. And then after that, they're ready to start studying uh, things about how to protect themselves, how to set up an altar, and then later on, if they want to practice uh, as a curandero and all that, then there are special practices for that or a special teaching. But mm-hmm. I think everybody should start with themselves first. We cannot help anybody if we don't help ourselves, if we don't become better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is to help ourselves rid of whatever troubles us, be it through trauma or whatever happened along the way that we need to let go of. I completely agree with you. Now, I also see, and and this is also part of why I wanted to have you on the show is because um, about having it be a way of life is that you work on yourself constantly. Am I correct? So, um, this is also taught in because I also want to segue into the Institute of Shamanism and Curanderismo, which you have. And mm-hmm. can you tell us more about that? And you know, tell us what is the curriculum and what do you offer? And just tell us a little bit more about that. Any if anybody's interested out there? Oh yes. Yeah. So. What we teach there, there is many, we can divide it in several branches. One is people that don't want to work uh, as a curandero, just want to improve their lives. Then yeah. we have people that just want recipes like herbology and spiritual herbology and things like that. And then we have people that really want to make a huge change because they're mm-hmm. going through something very, very difficult. Um, in order to do changes like that, we need to combine in everything, not only curanderismo and shamanism, but uh, you study biology, so I'm a scientist as well. So what we put in there is quantum mechanics, neuroplasticity, Techniques to change the subconscious mind, techniques to change our way that we were raised, 
our behavior, our patterns, and we mix everything with the curanderismo exercises. So in the school we have different, different, all sorts of people from all traditions. People think because it's curanderismo from Mexico, mostly is Mexicans that are coming to school. We have people from all the traditions, and they come, they learn, and they apply that into their lives. There's a little bit of everything. And and this is this is most interesting because I, I you know as you were speaking you said that you were a scientist and please ex- please would you um, express that for us what does that mean for you? Oh yes, well I was born and raised into a family a very spiritual family and I was pushed to be a curandera. Right, mm-hmm. and I hate it. I hate it. You know when your parents are pushing you to do something. Mm-hmm. When I grew up in the Caribbean, in the Mexican Caribbean, so all I wanted to know is the name of all the fish, the name of the corals, the everything like that. So I went to school and I studied to become a, a biologist. And when I finished, I went to another school here in the U.S. about the mind. And then I merged where I learned the chemistry and the physiology and things like that into things of the mind, and I just absolutely love it. And things, you never know what you're going to do. I end up uh, working more as a shaman than a biologist, and then I merged those things about scientific uh, approach the spiritual practices because there's some people like me that if you say don't touch this I need to know why don't touch it or if, if we say take a deep deep breath why is that deep breath is going to relax myself what is the meaning behind that just bringing the oxygen in or what so when we know all the little details and when you know like when we breathe very very deep we have this long nerve in the body that massages everything and relaxes everything in a moment so that that is a scientific approach for people like me that want to know what is behind uh, uh-huh. just doing things yes fantastic and so this is all taught at the Institute of Shamanism and Curanderismo. And so and then you can get like yes. a full curriculum. You can get a, a holistic, so to speak, everything from body, mind, and soul at your yes. school. Okay. Yes. And is there a certain, you know, is there a certain, um, I don't know, a time? Uh, is it a year, two years? Is it, you know, what are the courses? What is it that you would, you know, what, what is the curriculum, or what is it? How long does it take? Well, uh, first of all, everybody is welcome. I truly believe that everybody has ability to learn these things. Mm-hmm. People think that it's a gift, and yes, there are some people that are better to do certain things than others. But everybody can learn these things, and mm-hmm. then the curriculum. The way I do it because. Uh, Life happens and people get busy or distracted or there are others that have all the time to learn. So what I do is the classes are going all the time and people go by at their own pace. And Mm -hmm. some people very quick 
because they're ready, they come from other traditions, they have learned other things, they go very, very quick. And there's people that go very, very slow and take many years. So for that question that you say, I really don't have an answer. It depends on the person. And I am not a person that is going to give you a certificate just because you took the class. I really want to know that the students are learning, thinking, and can do it. They are confident of what they do. So I give the certificate uh, according to each student, not according to the class. I like that. I like that. So it's it's all individualized. I like that a lot. Very much so. And so you and uh, I understand as well is that you are also uh, you also are going uh, soon and we're not done with our interview yet, but but you will be taking a trip to Mexico very soon and taking a group. Am I correct? Yes. In fact, I think it's next week. Um, Would you tell us about that? Yes, we are, this is what we do. In order to have a big change in our lives, we need to remove ourselves of our comfort zone, of our house, city, family, and all that. So we do a lot of retreats. Also, we do here in the U.S. And this time we're going to Mexico. We're going to go to the part that is the Yucatan Peninsula. And over there is where the Mayans are, the Mayan Indians, which is a fabulous, amazing culture. And this is what we're going to do. The students know where we're going, but they don't know exactly the places that we're going. And their assignment is not to study anything about the Mayan culture. And they're going to take a workshop on how to feel energies, how to read energies and how to, um, I don't know very well the, na- the word in English is, uh, I will get is how to get the information out of the ruins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, by, by, by feeling them, yes. yes. By feeling it. So uh-huh. we're, going to, we're going to this part where these pyramids are not very much uh, a tourist place, so they are, nobody's there. The energy is very strong, and they are very, very ancient. The Mayan culture is divided in classic, post-classic, and pre-classic. And so we're going to the pre-classic period, and it's very, very strong. We're going to go there, and then we're going to go deep in the jungle and stay a couple of days there. And the, the students are going to, we're going to go to different places and the students are going to get every day the information like who built this pyramid, how long ago, what God is dedicated to, and then we're going to connect with the gods and we're going to do some rituals that are Mayan. I grew up in that area. And then after that, we're going to go to the Caribbean and we're going to still carry on going to pyramids and all that. It's a workshop that is open for everyone. The youngest that are coming to this workshop are 13-year-olds. So it's for everyone. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very, very interesting. And we're going to repeat it next year. Yes, and you know something? I know, when we first spoke on the phone about coming on the show and you were uh, 
sharing that with me, that was the first thing I went, oh, yes, I can do that. I would love to do that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, yes, absolutely. Um, I would love to go and do that. I, I, I you know, the one thing that um, I would find very, very exciting, very exciting to do. Um, and so my, my next question is about now you personally – um, what are, what is it that you want in, as far as your goals, as far as, you know, right now from this moment forward after your, you know, after your trip, what is it that you'd like to do in the next, you know, mm. couple of years? Oh, so what I like to do, and we're already working on this, we are, working on making a documentary about curanderismo, I would Mm -hmm. like to bring the word out because many people are afraid of curanderismo. Many people are afraid for things that they don't know or have a wrong uh, point of view or preconception. So I would like to bring the word about curanderismo. The foundation is love and compassion. So I would Mm -hmm. like to bring that word out. Mm-hmm. I would love for people to know that these practices are very strong. I have seen people that come in a wheelchair and they live walking. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I am a great shaman, I have my private practice, but it's not because I'm a great shaman, it's because that person opened their heart to love and compassion and was able to do the practices and was able to kill himself or herself. So Mm -hmm. I'd like to bring that so people can have access to beautiful tools. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, so much about leave your universe and come and become a a Mexican shaman, a Mexican Mm curandera. It's about learning all these and integrating it into your life. So I would love to see that. And Mm -hmm. one thing that I would like to say is in the practices that we do, we don't take anything that may alter the mind. And that's uh, another thing. There are many branches of many things, and many people do some hallucinogenics and things like that. We don't do anything. Everything that we learn comes from our internal practice, our internal power, Uh, Our internal spiritual growth Uh and everything is done just by breathing, feeling energy, moving energy, nothing is internal. So I think that is a very important point that I would like to teach also, um, putting that documentary that I'm telling you about. Uh Because I believe if you want to be a very good shaman, a very good practitioner, or a good healer, is you cannot go and say, wait a second, let me get these uh, special plants, and I will be back to you in two days. We need to get uh-huh. the information, go to spirit uh, reality, to another reality, talk to spirit, and come back and bring the information right away. When uh-huh. we take something like that, we cannot do it because... In the moment that the the substances of the hallucinogenic start acting, it takes maybe an hour or so, and then you're there and you cannot come uh-huh. back. It takes a couple of days. So I do believe if we were made like we are, we need to find in ourselves that strength and be very strong and do the practices without any help of anything that is outside 
like uh, Alice in the Danish. So that is another thing that I would like to put out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Paloma, I, I agree with you. I was trained um, to go in, you know, to look at things clairvoyantly and to, you know, go into the energy. And I really don't need any hallucinogenics or an herb or any anything else to go through all the different uh, dimensions or look at energy or figure things out. I don't need all of that. I was trained not to cause, because from my training is that you, you leave your body and once you leave your body, you're not, um, you know, if, if in a clairvoyant point and in a channeling, mm-hmm. that's a, it's a different thing, but when you're channeling something or, and even in channeling, it was like a five-year process. It wasn't like, okay, I channel somebody and here I go and I'm going to start speaking. It was all very, very, you know, you took your time. It's like training uh, because, you know, we're humans. And so I completely agree with you about that. And that's really, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I don't, I feel that you need to take a hallucinogenic in order for you to travel or to get the information. So I thank you for mentioning that. No, thank you. And I'm so happy that you agree with that. Absolutely. Um, you know, and also, and I, and I truly, uh, I understand what you're saying that you would like to have um, curanderismo have a different uh, perspective because there are many people who, uh, when you mention curandero or curanderismo, they immediately go into, oh, santaria, or it has to do with black magic and white magic and they go into all of this uh you know about being a witch and not and you take spells away and and you know it wasn't i never have felt it that way but i know that people have a perspective about that mm-hmm. and yes, so, it happens to me all the time yes would you would you please uh talk about that please like the you know the difference you know of of that of all of these different you know, uh, practices? Yes. yes. Um, because like everything, everything can be used for good, used for bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wife of one of my curandero teachers used to say, if you have a pencil, you can write something beautiful, beautiful, or you can use it as a weapon and hurt somebody. It's up mm-hmm. to all. Mm-hmm. So in the spiritual practices, it's exactly the same. We can use the practices for help ourselves and others, or we can use it to try to harm somebody. Of course, there's always spirit helpers that are protecting us and other people. There's karma, all those things. But, yes, there's a lot of curanderos that work trying to do things like separating couples or or trying to make fall in love somebody with somebody else and things like that. And because of that, people are very afraid of us. In my case, when people come to my office, many times they are very, very scared. You can see they are so nervous. Um, they have to come with one or two people because maybe I'm going to do something to them. But they come because they have no other place to go. They have gone everywhere because they have a sickness or a problem, and I am the last resort. 
right? Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. they come, uh, that's what I see, and I would like to present this documentary uh, at least in some way that it's a safe place, there's this time. And there are very different also techniques or branches, we can say there's curanderas that work with the bones, we, or curanderos, we call it hueseros, which will be mm-hmm. like a chiropractor. Yeah. It's a practice that that, that has been done for a really long time, by the way. Oh, forever, forever. Um, And it's totally different. I didn't, when I moved to this country, I didn't know that chiropractors exist. You know, I just thought that they were curanderos in Mexico that work with bones. Uh, Here, I was surprised that it was a school and all that because in Mexico, it's learned from tradition. Mm-hmm. So, so we have the Salvadores, um, which is massage therapies, hueseros, chiropractors, yerberas, uh, herbologists, uh, parteras, midwives, and then we have the counselors that are curanderas that have appointments, talking to people and helping. And then we have the curanderas that work with energy. That's mostly what I do. Um, and you can go into the dark side, I guess. The curanderos that work with black magic and all sorts of things. Uh-huh. It's like everything. We have everything, everything. I will say if somebody's going to go to see a curandera or go to take some classes, they need to close their eyes, take a deep breath, and feel in their heart how does it feel because the body talks to us. If we're not trained, doesn't matter. We can just relax, feel, and follow the body and discover if it is fear of what we don't know or if it really feels bad. And mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you think, Emma, when something is bad, our body is telling us it's a different yes. kind of nervousness, right? Yes. So, so I believe people can follow more their body. That's, that's also what I teach in the beginning of the classes. Uh, that would be a good approach for everything, to buy uh, insurance in the car, to go to the doctor, to anything, follow our body. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to just say one thing, and that is that no one can make anyone fall in love with you. Okay, It doesn't matter how much you try to do a spell. They may just be, exactly. for a minute, they may have a lot of lust and they may have some sort of a trance, but it doesn't ever work out. Because I also, when and people are always trying to come, not to me, but I know that that's, they have like the spell and I'm going to get a piece of hair and I'm going to put a picture on it and I'm going to do all sorts of things to it. It doesn't ever mm-hmm. work out. You can't ever, you can't ever control someone's someone to love you no never and it's so sad because people believe in that and then curanderos that work on that uh, take advantage of these people mm-hmm. and that's very very sad mm-hmm. i agree with you so anyways I, I just wanted to get that out there because um it's more about working yeah. on yourself first and then you can find that person to come into your life but I know that you have to go as well. You have something coming up pretty soon, and so and, and we're going to wrap it up. But I really would love for you to come back, Paloma, when you come back from 
from Mexico. Uh, and just, you know, at some point when you have some time, I'd love for you to come back on the show. I always leave, um, uh, I always give one of our guests an, a word and they can expound on it. And when I see you, is uh, it's about uh, family. Tell me oh. about family for you. What is family for you? And how are you in relation with family at present time? Family is, for me, is very important. It's the base of everything that supports love, compassion, understanding. My personal thing with family is totally mm-hmm. different story because uh, everybody was very old. I was mostly raised by my grandparents. My mom had me when I was very young, so my mom was mostly like my sister. Mm-hmm. So and my family was very small. Um, most of them already passed away, including my brother. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But... Uh, very interesting what you say about family because yesterday we were just talking about that the, it's so important to have that connection with the, our loved ones and we were talking about yesterday that if we have talked about um, I have a something uh, let me say I, something not nice with a family member or a very close friend we to make an effort to change that and come back to be in a loving state and peace and be friends and be in good terms with our family because that is the that is the pillar of how we can flourish in life and become beautiful human beings. And we were just mm-hmm. talking exactly about that yesterday. That we need to make an effort to always keep our loved ones very close and very transparent, very clear, including friends, because friends uh-huh. for a long time that are very close, they become family. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah, that, that is very, very important, and it's um, kind of sad here in the U.S. because family are a little bit like a part. Like between the TV, Facebook, and all those things, it's like each person have their own thing, and they interact in a different way. Everybody sits in the same room looking at their phone. Uh-huh. But, well, that is another story for another day, I guess. But family is, is everything. And also family are, for me, family are my pets, are also my family, my brothers, my sisters, or my sons. You know, so all, we are all a big family. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for sharing that was us, and <clears throat> thank you again for being on our show, and I'm going to wrap it up, and I'm just going to ask, thank everyone, our, the global family that listens to this show. Thank you for tuning in with us and sharing your time with Paloma Cervantes and myself, uh, and I want to invite you to come back next week. And just want to remind you that we are on iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spreaker, Amazon on Echo, and on Alexa, and Blog Talk Radio. And, of course, always go to Lions Radio Network, and you'll find all of us there and all of the different um, 
shows that you can download to hear us. So I'd like to say thank you again, Paloma and Paloma Cervantes. And I will have um, Paloma Cervantes' uh, website up on the link. So please go visit her and send her some emails and uh, check her out. It's She's got a lot of really good things going on. And safe travels to you, Paloma. Thank you, and thank you so much for uh, this opportunity to talk in your radio. Thank you, Paloma. Okay, everybody, thank you. Talk to you next time. Spiritual Intelligence is a show spiritually grounded in reality. Learn from your... Hi, Paloma. Hi. All new Ellen, SNL's Colin Jost and Michael Che on hosting the Emmys. I've hosted the Big Four, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, and a corporate event at Mattress Firm. Plus, Cher is back. Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4. We know your life is bumper to bumper. You need someone working for you. That's why NBC4 gives you two and a half hours of news starting at 4 p.m. We're working around your afternoons with breaking news and the most accurate weather in town. NBC4 News at 4 for you. All new Ellen, SNL's Colin Jost and Michael Che on hosting the Emmys. I've hosted the Big Four, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, and a corporate event at Mattress Firm. Plus, Cher is back. Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4. We know your life is bumper to bumper. You need someone working for you. That's why NBC4 gives you two and a half hours of news starting at 4 p.m. We're working around your afternoons with breaking news and the most accurate weather in town. NBC4 News at 4 for you.